here's your daily dose of the Dustin Denver podcast uh, for today. We're going to try different intros, see how they work. Um, tonight's will probably be short because I don't have a ton to talk about. Um, but I have a lot to talk about, just not a lot to say about those things. And, um, Higgins will be here tomorrow instead of Thursday. Because apparently he's busy on Thursday. Or you'd have to, we'll just make it easy on Higgins, okay? That's what we're doing. In theory, Higgins tomorrow. Daily dose today. No daily dose tomorrow, but one on Friday. And then we'll take the weekend off. And we'll get back at it. Okay? Um, Let's start with uh, the obvious. The Avalanche fucking suck. And it's not necessarily the Avalanche. It's goddamn Georgiev. That piece of shit gave up three goals in the first period. Uh, I know they got one back. I'm trying to bang this out with the last five intermission. And then I can go watch the game. Um, I hate him. And... Unless he wins me a Stanley Cup, I will always hate him. He fucking sucks. He's always out of position. I don't know why we don't play Francois more. I think he's better. Maybe it's because we're paying him. I don't know. Someone explain this to me. Fucking please, God. Three goals in the first. And they're not even. He's still out of position if you're technical about this. Like the first one, he was totally out of the blue paint. His little pads weren't up against goalposts and just went right over and he sucks. Fuck him. God. Um, let's see. We talked about Georgia destroying TCU and how they would have fucked any Big Ten team. But now we're discussing, is Georgia going to three-peat next year? And here's my problem. Here's my problem. All the discussions of the Georgia three-peat are based upon their schedule. And that's where I f- you fucking lose me. Because I want strength of schedule. I don't want just, you know, are they going to come out of this 13-0 because they play dog shit teams like the Big Ten? I don't want that, man. I want strength of schedule like Pac-12 shit. And uh, when's the Pac-12 join the Big Ten? Uh, let's see here. When does USC join Big Ten? Um, okay, 2024. So they got one more year in the Pac-12 to make a statement. Problem, though, Deion Sanders is running the buffs. And we've talked about this, and I've been following... Um, and haven't had a lot to say because, again, this is like a Russell Wilson thing. You know, the Broncos landed a big fish. And that big fish was dead on the dock and completely fucking useless and smelled like monkey shit and was terrible and led us to a five-win season and is a garbage piece of human trash. I don't think Deion Sanders is going to do that. A, he's a, a coach, so he's, you know, in a college for that matter. Um, so, Georgia 3 Pete not going to happen. SE has a chance. 
Uh, I think Williams is back, right? I don't think he's drafted this year. He's uh, He'll be back as a quarterback. I think SC's got a shot. And then now let's talk about Colorado. I'll be happy with six or seven wins, which is a huge improvement off of the one they had last year. Was it one, two? It doesn't matter. They were fucking awful. Um, if Dion can bring us to six or seven this year, good. Year two, man, I need nine. Okay? Year three, I need us in the top ten. Year four, top ten. Like, if we can, again, consistently stay in the top ten... Um, I'm good because I'm again I'm a realist and I understand that we can be the best team in the nation and the NCAA will fuck us because they'll put Michigan Ohio State in there they'll go lose blah 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 same old dog and pony show that we've seen for ten years okay until um SC and I think it's UCLA joins the Big Ten. And then UCLA, as much as I hate them, will start stomping Ohio State and um, Michigan. And then Big Brother USC will come in and stomp all three of them. So Michigan and uh, Ohio State will have two losses every single year, minimum. It will be to SC and UCLA. And then one team will have a third loss for when they play each other and fuck around and do dumb shit on national television for a bunch of morons to watch. That's how that will play out. And then I think Colorado will get their bid to the national championship because then they will look at it and be like, all right, we'll put, we'll put an SEC team, two Big Tens like we always do, like morons, and a Pac-12 team in the playoff. So, you know, it'll be like Alabama. Sometimes they might not do SEC. They might go like ACC, like Clemson, but Clemson's a ways away. But, you know, it'll be like Alabama, Georgia, blah, 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 some of the TCU, some of those teams, the two dipshits who just got their, you know, the two Big Ten give-it-to-me's, SC, UCLA, which that'll be interesting. Um, and then Colorado for the Pac-12 or like Oregon or Pac-12 team. So that will be interesting. Do you think that when SC and UCLA join the uh, the Big Ten and start running that children's table, that they're going to get the same like just gimmies that Ohio State and Michigan get? Like no matter how good you guys are, because really, again, yes, you had a, a stellar record against high school football teams. Fuck yourselves. Um, so when SC and UCLA like run the table in the Big Ten and literally massacre all those teams, are they going to get the automatic playoff bids? Or do they not have a big enough, dumb enough fan base to do it? Because that's why, I mean, obviously, that's why Michigan and Ohio State are always around. It's because they have the dumbest fans in the world. Who just, you know, it's NC2A looks at it like, well, how do we make the most money? 
Ohio Michigan. <laughs> They're idiots. <laughs> They'll pay for anything. Let's just toss it there. And that's what happens. So will that be the case with UCLA and SC? I mean, the automatic two-bid Big Ten schools? Probably not. Because we don't have enough dumb people that graduated from those schools. are like, <laughs> no matter what, we'll just throw money at it. No, we don't do that. Because uh, where we went to college isn't our defining characteristic. Um, okay. Let's move on. So, uh, remember the six-year-old that shot the teacher? It turns out it was his mom's gun. She should go to prison. Because um, I don't know how the fuck your six-year-old gets a hold of your handgun. And I guess the kid pulled the gun out. The teacher stuck her hand out. And the bullet went through her hand and into her chest. It all seems super weird. Like, again, I don't know how a six-year-old got a gun from mom, took it to school, and shot a teacher. Uh, mom should definitely be fucking nailed with a wall over this. Like, you don't get to have a gun if your six-year-old can get to it and take it to school and shoot his teacher, and you're like, oh, I just didn't notice. Oh, shit. Hmm. Okay. That's where that's at. HDTV, I know I've talked about this before. Somebody, if you're an executive on that channel, give me a TV show. I will do dumb shit on TV for money. Because at this point, it really is all made up and just fabricated. So, I won't even tell. I won't, I won't beg for money from that. But let me tell you, as a contractor, um, HGTV, 99.9999999% of it is fucking fake. Okay? None of that crap actually happens. Um, they make it all up. They stage it all. Uh, I think it's like court TV where they like give them a budget. And they're like, we can only spend $100,000. And people are like, oh, that's fine. We'll come and budget. And they end up just paying for it anyway. Because they're either over budget, not in budget, or they do such a shitty job. Or they just make things up. And be like, okay, so your house isn't bad. But we have to make something up that makes your house bad. Like, tonight I was watching it uh, for, like, two seconds in between the Avs game and Jeopardy. And they, like, started tearing up kitchen tile. And I'm like, oh, my God. We have a huge fucking problem. There is wire mesh under this tile. And what they should have said was, a professional put this tile down. It's going to be hard for us to tear up just to slap crap back down. Because, yeah, you usually put wire mesh behind tile. That's so your grout and all that shit doesn't crack. Okay? That's how a professional does things. And they finally encountered a professional. And they're like, oh, it's going to take like three weeks to tear this up. Because we're going to do it by hand with a sledgehammer like an asshole. First of all, you don't use sledgehammer because you keep banging on that. The subfloor is going to come a little bit loose if it wasn't glued. Even if it was glued, it might come. And your floor is going to squeak forever, even with tile. Secondly, get a floor scraper. There's a mechanical one that'll just get under all that and pull it all up. And it doesn't go down. It goes sideways through the things. Okay? These people are fucking morons. Stop watching HGTV. They don't have good ideas. It's all fake. And fuck the color gray. 
Uh, okay, guys. I'm going to get personal here for a minute. You all know I have a dog. His name is Bo. He's a black lab. I love him. He's awesome. Okay? He's very... Uh, he gets a lot of attention. Okay? Just because, I, you know, I haven't had to go to work or, any, or can't go back to work or whatever you want to say. We spend a lot of time together. Uh, folks have been here for other reasons, things like that. He gets a lot of attention. So when he doesn't get attention necessarily, like if we all have shit to do or if I have shit to do in the morning and I can't like just be there, I give him a Kong. And I don't know if you know what a Kong is, but it's like a, a dog toy that I think it's rubber and it's, it kind of looks like an old school beehive. You know, like big circle, little circle, blah, blah, blah. Not like a fucking box beehive, but you know what I mean. And it, it's got a, it's, it's thick rubber and then it has a hole in the middle that goes all the way through. So what I've done in the past is I fill that with peanut butter and then I freeze it. So when it's time to occupy him for an hour or so, I give it to him and he's got to get through the frozen peanut butter. And he's got to get his tongue all the way through there. It occupies him and he loves it. Okay. So maybe he doesn't feel so bad about being left for a couple hours in the morning or the afternoon or whenever, or just something to fuck, you know, it's, a blizzard outside and he can't go outside and play all day because it's negative 100 give him a conk he hangs out okay usually you know i give him this kong in the morning and then um i go do what i need to do and i come home and in theory i i find the kong because he does not take the kong far he's got three and a half four acres that he could take it, but he usually stays in the front yard with it. Maybe tiptoes into the back. But I used to be able to always find them. And recently, I'd say within the last year or so, I haven't. Like, so I'll just, perfect example. Today, I we had to go to the airport, uh, take dad to the airport and things like that. I gave the dog a, call, a a bright red fucking call. And this thing is a good, like, six inches, you know, four inches. It, it's not easily lost. It's a red Kong. The ground is covered in snow. So you can, you can see this thing from a distance. Give the dog the Kong in the morning. I don't know, let's say 8 o'clock. Maybe earlier, maybe not. Like, somebody get, it doesn't matter. I get back this afternoon at like one. After doing shit all day. Maybe it's two. I don't really know. And then it hits me like, grab the Kong. I can't find this fucking dog toy. Anywhere. I put on jackets, boots, and walk the property. I can't find this goddamn dog toy. Everybody's like, well, Dutch, that's a one-off. It's not. This is like the fifth or sixth Kong this dog has lost. Okay? And trust me, he doesn't bury him. He does not take them out and bury him. Because there's a couple times, like there's one time that I saw it in the back near the basketball hoop. He's playing with it. I went inside. Came out like an hour later. Gone. 
gone. I have looked all over the property. We're on like Kong 5. Okay, so five of them are missing. And I don't know where they're going. Okay? And it's not like they disappear in the middle of the night. They disappear in the middle of the day. Now, I do live out kind of in folksy, woodsy, or whatever you want to call it. Okay, like there's property, there's trees and meadows and snow and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So there are animals, like there's foxes, there's coyotes, there's uh, deer, bear, blah, blah, blah. All kinds of rabbits, squirrels, birds, all kinds of shit. But again, it it's a good size Kong. And Kong's a brand, I mean, you can Google it. So I'm not sure a squirrel or because there's rabbits under the shed, and I know that, but they're not like jack rabbits, like big ones. So I'm not sure it's squirrels or rabbits. I doubt it's birds, because the Kong is like it's I mean it's it's rubber, it's heavy. It I mean it's a good chew toy. Especially full full of frozen peanut butter. Um, and I know the dog usually like licks like ninety percent of the peanut butter out, and there's some left. And you know, if you're out in the yard with him, he'll go pick it up and get the rest of it out. But usually he gets like ninety percent out and then moves on. But it's still in the same place you generally you gave it to him, like within a ten foot radius. And then, you know, you come home, it's like, where the fuck is goddamn Kong? And it's gone. I mean, it is gone. It's nowhere on the property. And it's not like this is what these are five of these things that we've lost. Five. And also, they're not cheap. They're like 25 bucks a pop. For these fucking toys that he just loses. And again, he's not a barrier. And a bird, it's too big for a bird. I mean, man, a squirrel would really have to work his way and i don't i don't think the squirrel could get up in the tree so they'd all be the base of a tree um a rabbit mm, they're not ones to like grab stuff and bring it back to their lair so i'm left with coyote which middle of the day and again where he eats them is like five to ten feet from the front of the house like the physical home so he's not like out in the field munching down on these he is in the front yard very close to the residence munching down on this so middle of the day coyote or fox again this is middle of the day coyote or fox walks up takes it runs off they're not usually middle of the day characters also, it should be pointed out, the damn dog is friends with everything. He doesn't bark at deer or squirrels or birds or rabbits or anything like that. He plays with the deer. They play chase together. And I don't mean chase like he runs them off the property. I mean they play in a circle together like he looks at the deer, they look at him, and they run around in a circle together for a little bit. There's no barking. I've seen him within an inch of that deer's nose. Okay, there's videos of it. They're friends. They love each other. They play out there. He plays with herds of deer. It's ridiculous. I hate it. I think he should be a dog and chase him off, but he doesn't. 
So I'm wondering, like, would a deer grab a Kong? Like, even though, I mean, there's peanut butter in it. And carry it off? Hey, where are these fucking things going? So tomorrow, uh, he'll be at daycare. And I'm, I have an appointment in the morning. But I think on the way home, I'm going to go get a Kong. And uh, the last one. And I'll fill with peanut butter. I'll set it in the yard around where he usually does his thing. And I'll angle all of our cameras. Because we have cameras that, you know, I have cameras that are like front door, garage door, things like that. But nothing like yard. And I'm going to put them in the yard. And I'm going to see what the fuck is going on with this. Because deer, I mean, maybe, but again, deer don't normally come that close to the house during the day. Oh, yeah, it should also be said, the dog was outside all day. Mm-hmm. All day long, he was outside. So let me set you another premise. And I know this is taking up some time, but I got shit to burn. And this is fucking important. The dog went out in the morning with a Kong full of peanut butter. Licked it out, did whatever. Left it where it was in the normal vicinity where he usually leaves Kongs. Hours later, I get home. It's gone. I troll the property. I walk. I put on my boots. I walk through the snow. I work, walk through it. It's fucking red. Like, it... I'm, you know, I'm in Colorado. It, there's snow. There's brown. There's no fucking bright red. So I should have seen it if it was in the vicinity. It was gone. The dog was outside the whole time. Okay? So follow me here. The dog eats his Kong. Chews on it. Blah, blah, blah. Leaves it. I'm assuming lays near it. He's not a backyard layer. He's a front yard side, um, garage side, because that's where the sun is this time of year. So you're telling me the deer walks up, picks up his Kong, and walks off, and that fucking dog doesn't even know? Something is going on. Um, And uh, the gypsy suggested GPS tag. Yes, but... That'll just tell me where it is. I'm not sure it'll tell me what took it. And that's what I'm curious about. Like, what is taking this thing? I don't get it. And it's the middle of the day with the dog outside. I mean, what the hell? So, tomorrow, maybe we'll do our daily dose tomorrow. Watching this cam. Ooh, that'd be cool, right? We'll see. I got I got Aaron's suit I'm right back to the old grocery store and then I'm trying to make this shut the box game. If you guys ever played it, it's A a dumb game and B an even more ridiculous one to make. Cause uh my mother wants me to make one for her that is a four player, and most four players are like ten. One through ten. If you know the game, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know the game, look it up. Figure it the fuck out. She wants one that's a twelve, which makes it exponentially harder to create a four-person twelve-number shut-the-box game. I'm working on that. She then gets the idea 
because she's going to go see my nephews, um, that they need a game. And 1 through 12, the way Shut the Box works, might be difficult for them. So let's do one with colors. So now we're going to make a two-player one with colors for the nephews, or I am. And then we also thought, or she thought, because I have no say in anything, is that we should make one for when they get older with actual numbers. So there'll be a number one and a color one, and they both are going to be presented in a, a short amount of time. So that's what I've been doing is trying to figure out how to shut the goddamn box game, how to make one. And I don't need your help. I'm a woodworker. I know what I'm doing, okay? It's just normally there's plans or like when I do build something, it's like a shed and you can be off, you know, a quarter inch or something nails are long and it works this is not that this is like precision woodworking that i haven't done in 15 years okay so it's it's very frustrating just to have it all in your head and then you know because you got it and then you do it and it's like god damn it that isn't gonna work but after it's done i'll have a plan it'll be on our etsy store next to the cornhole boards boom there you go uh, what else should we do for Daily Dose before we get out of here? Uh, oh yeah, Biden stored classified shit in his little think tank when he was VP. No big deal. I mean, you all shit your pants over Trump doing it. But, I mean, you're Democrats. You're fucking retarded, and that's kind of what happens. Um, also, WAPO, Washington Post for you, uh, after six years admitted that Russian collusion didn't affect the election. It actually was made up and didn't happen. But yeah, go ahead believing it. That I mean, yeah, you're all fucking idiots and it's irritating to me, but uh I don't know what else to do. I mean hit you. Cry. Probably won't bleed. Probably have some green slime fall out of you. But uh I don't know, man. I know this was a short one, but I can hear the games back on, so I'm about done. Uh, it was fun though, cause these, these are what the daily doses should be just a little snapshot of me connecting with you. You know, you get the half hour to 45 minutes of listening to my sweet voice and, uh, you get a zone out for a little bit and maybe, uh, learn something. So as I head out of here, please, as always follow the socials again, it's not that hard. Just click. Blah, blah, blah. Do it. Um, Kyle still needs those, or Blip still needs those fucking reviews. So, 50. Something about the day when the whites wouldn't move. or It's on Amazon. It's linked in all this stuff. Go five-star reviews. And then he'll eat a ghost pepper live. And I'll do cameos for you for free. Like, you know, my cameos. You know, I'll tell your sister to fuck herself or your mom to shut up or your dad, he's a good guy or whatever you want. Free cameos if you get him those 50. And if you're the 51st, you know what to do. Be no liking, be no speaking English and leave it there. Uh, so, yeah, follow my socials. Help me out. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow with Higgins on a special Wednesday edition. And uh, we'll go from there. Until next time, bye.